Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Out of Control Pod. We're your hosts, Amber and Nini, and today we're going to be talking about the world opening up in the world of COVID. So, currently, how are we doing in the US? Ah, uh, wow, that's a can of worms. <laughs> <laughs> The answers are kind of all over the place, right? It's been all over the place almost since it started. You know, of course, there were the states that were taking it very, very seriously. Mm-hmm. And then there were the states that were kind of wild. By kind of, you mean wilden. Oh, God. Florida, we need to have a chat. <laughs> we just want to talk. But yeah, I mean, a lot of things have been open in Florida specifically. Disney World has been open for a very, very long time. They only closed their doors for about four months mm-hmm. during the pandemic. And I believe they were open since July of last year. So it's been quite some time. COVID who? Yeah, COVID who? <laughs> I mean, Florida's been wild, but states like Texas, home man, and even Mississippi, their governors recently declared their states as. Already open, and they lifted their mask mandates, which is kind of scary. Yeah, I mean, t- Texas's governor lifted their mask mandate since either around the very beginning of the vaccinations or right before the vaccinations even happened. Which, as medical experts have stated, it's too early for that to happen. So, definitely a reason for concern. But I think we're all banking on the hope that as vaccinations are being rapidly rolled out, people are taking advantage of that and getting vaccinated. Mm-hmm. Um, so, that's kind of like offsetting <laughs> the fact that. Um, There are states such as Texas, Mississippi, Florida, and probably others that are pretty much just wilding out here. I mean, on the right side, Disneyland is now open to California residents and hopefully to non-residents soon. Yeah, I I remember seeing on their like official Instagram and TikTok page and all the comments, like the video was of the Disneyland staff going around and opening the doors to their like main street stores like all the the cutest video the music choice that they put on with the video was for the first time in forever from frozen and it just like matched so perfectly with the vibe of the video and i was looking through the comment section and literally everyone was just like wow what a release of like serotonin this is amazing news like this is a sign of hope and it really is i mean like for something so magical and a place that makes so many people happy such as disneyland to be opening up is a pretty big sign that the world is moving towards you know our new normal yeah with vaccinations continuing to be rolling out more and more people are getting vaccinated Mm -hmm. a lot more places are able to start opening and returning to normal so in clark county at least where we live 1.46 million people have been vaccinated and it seems like we're going at a pretty fast pace compared to a lot of other states Mm -hmm. Uh, we just got our second vaccine just last week yeah i mean nevada has been moving at a pace that i haven't seen from other states and i think nevada has been one of the states that's taken the virus a lot more seriously than some of the other states in the u.s 
So yeah, we got our second vaccine last week and I think we were kind of nervous about the second dose yeah um, side effects because we hear from so many of others who've received it and they just had severe to moderate side effects but honestly both of us we really did not have any side effects Mm -mm. with taking everything into account yeah I think we got really lucky yeah or I don't know our immune system special I don't know it's weird weird (laughs) But no chills, no, you know, headaches, just a bit of fatigue, I would say, on my part. And I guess like arm soreness for both of us, but mm-hmm. it wasn't that bad. Yeah, I was really nervous because the next day we had to edit one of our podcast episodes and that was a two hour long one that we recorded. <laughs> so yep. it was going to be an extra long day of editing and cutting it down. And I was just thinking, oh my goodness, if we get side effects... We're gonna have issues. We're doomed. (laughs) But surprisingly, we both woke up and we're just like, how are you feeling? And we felt normal. (laughs) Which I honestly didn't expect. I thought I would feel some sort of something. Mm -hmm. But luckily, Pfizer gang, we're good. (laughs) Dude, one of these days, we're gonna differentiate each other from like, oh, what vaccine did you receive? It's already like starting to happen. <laughs> I was, I saw this post on Instagram. I think it was a meme of a guy like whispering into a girl's <laughs> ear at the club. It's just like a meme, right? Yeah. And then for this one, they like change whatever the guy is saying to the girl. Mm-hmm. And on this one, it was like, hey, what vaccine did you get? <laughs> <laughs> That's like the first line you say when you meet someone. It's going to be a new pickup line. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Man, we're living through through history right now Mm. yeah more and more people are getting vaccinated here because you know vegas we we work hard and we play hard always and and forever we gotta work hard on this vaccine so that we can party hard Mm -hmm. we are the city that never sleeps (laughs) we gotta get back to it we've been sleeping for too long I know, like restaurants here have been have been closing early for a while, mm-hmm. and ugh, that's just so weird. That's one thing that we took for granted whenever we traveled out of state pre-COVID. All the restaurants and places would shut down before midnight, whereas in Vegas, open twenty four hours mm-hmm. or at least late into the night. Mm-hmm. But all that has changed since COVID hit. Yeah, for the rest of the country, if production can keep up, the U.S. expects to head into June with enough vaccine doses for 300 million Americans. Thankfully, this administration is giving a big push for vaccinations and focus on getting everybody healthy Mm -hmm. for the pursuit of public health. Mm -hmm. So, And no longer calling it the Kung Flu. No longer calling it the stupid Kung Flu. (laughs) Already, if we're talking about globally, more than 1.18 billion doses of the vaccine have been administered as of May 4th, 2021. So it's only a matter of time before production keeps ramping up. And as the U.S. becomes more and more vaccinated, the production can be sent out to other countries who desperately need it. You know, less wealthy countries are relying on vaccine sharing arrangements. Um, I think they're called COVAX, Mm -hmm. which aims to provide 2 billion doses by the end of the year, which is a fraction of the world, but more the better. Yeah, I mean... This is only about a month and a bit into when vaccines started becoming available to the general public. Mm -hmm. So this is very fast progress. Mm -hmm. 
And data and reports have shown that progress in that the new U.S. seven-day COVID-19 case average has fallen below 50,000 for the first time since October of last year. So the curve is definitely going down, the average curve at least. But even as first world countries are getting vaccinated and it's just very readily available to us, Mm -hmm. it's not as available in third world countries and recently India got hit really hard with a new variant of COVID and they became the second country after the U.S. to pass 20 million coronavirus cases. It's really hard seeing the country of India being hit so hard Mm -hmm. by something that we are either taking it not as seriously such as some of the states but also having the vaccine so readily available to the general public whereas Mm -hmm. it's not the same case um, in countries like India. Yeah we're starting to at least try to put something like coronavirus behind us in the past Yeah, but it's very possible that COVID can start to become a third world country problem because in first world countries we have the money to buy all these vaccinations and get people vaccinated and we have the resources and the facilities and people working and volunteering to do so but we can't just forget about it because it's still happening around the world it's not gone yet and as long as it is still such a strong virus I think it's just really important for first world countries to support other countries as much as we can. With something like COVID, it very much is a global health issue rather than just an isolated outbreak in one specific general geographic area. And when we talk about not letting COVID-19 become a third world virus, we have to think about how we've got to be mindful just because we as a country are doing generally okay doesn't mean that other places are. And countries like India and third world countries, they don't have access to healthcare or resources the same way we do in the US. And that's important to note and to recognize and ultimately help support other countries in ways of, you know, donating, raising awareness of what's going on. And, you know, it's good to see that all these different types of vaccines coming out because there are some that are more suited for hard to reach counties and areas and rural areas because they don't have to be refrigerated Mm. at a temperature than some others. So yeah, it's important to keep going and finding new innovations in order for, you know, countries that are hard hit, such as India, to get better and hopefully defeat this, this deadly virus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's definitely a privilege to be able to live in a country where the vaccines are so available to us. And we can yeah. literally just walk in and be like, hi, I want a vaccine. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> you know, some people don't even have to make appointments. You mm-hmm. could literally stroll into a Walmart and if they have extra vaccines, which does happen a lot. Some of my friends actually got vaccines because they had extras at the end of the day and they were able to get vaccinated just off of that chance. So we're very fortunate, Mm -hmm. very, very fortunate to have this type of public health system set up for us. Just because we're vaccinated doesn't mean it's gone. No, I think that's one thing to really keep in mind as we are moving towards the new normal is that, yeah, you may be vaccinated, but there are still risks out there. And to be mindful and cautious of that is, I think, our public duty. Mm. as citizens of the world (laughs) citizens of the world yeah as people are getting more and more vaccinated and as the world is opening up that also means clubs are opening back up time to um 
get your heels out, get your livers ready, get your wallets ready. It's it's just so I don't know. It's bizarre. It's, it's scary. It, <laughs> after having been in COVID times and having everything shut down, and as humans, you adapt. But then once you adapt to something new and adapt to a change, you start to get used to it and normalize it and make it part of your routine. But then now, right as we are getting comfortable with our, you know, quarantine guidelines and all of that good stuff, we are kind of reverting back to pre-COVID times. And I know we're not alone in thinking that it's kind of bizarre and weird. And there are others out there that are, you know, a bit apprehensive of things opening up at this time, especially because we don't have all the answers. So it's weird. Eh, clubs are opening up. Um, I mean, downtown Las Vegas is already open as well. And we saw some of the reviews on Yelp and mm. it was kind of scary to read. <laughs> so there was this night where some people had come back to Vegas to visit. And because of that, you know, we usually try to plan something to do. And because a lot of people that we know are vaccinated, they were thinking about checking out the bar scene. Mm-hmm. and downtown las vegas and there is this one particular bar that we usually go to and because a few of us were very apprehensive about even stepping foot in downtown las vegas in the first place let alone stepping foot into the bar we were looking up the reviews and honestly i didn't think we were gonna find any recent reviews about bars at all but this one particular bar their yelp review was saying how literally nobody is wearing masks None of the employees were asking people to put on masks. And it was very much like everything had returned to normal. And after we read that review, we were like, nope, (laughs) this is not happening. Like, we don't want to deal with that. It would be one thing if, let's say, the bars verify that you are vaccinated Mm -hmm. and like that's a means of entry. Mm -hmm. But that wasn't even the case. And I mean, obviously, even if you're vaccinated, there are still risks. So it's not a guarantee that you will be completely safe in terms of virus spreading. It's just it's just weird to take in all of this. I mean, personally, I definitely think that places are rushing to open back up, which I understand. Like, I want things to open back up, too. But is it really worth like the chance of exposing ourselves to a new variant or even if you're vaccinated we don't even know if you could be a carrier so you could be exposing the virus to people that you come into contact with who aren't vaccinated yeah and i mean i i have been very antsy (laughs) like i want this world to open back up just as much as anybody else does i want to be able to travel again and live in a world without masks but seeing things open up so quickly is just so scary yeah i mean for me too i'm eager for our city of las vegas to become what it once was you know we live in such a touristy bustling vibrant city with so much action and fun and excitement i'm ready to go back to that too but i also keep in mind that the virus is not gone. We are still very much battling it to this day. And I guess the best way to describe it for me, at least, is that it's, whoa, wait a minute, like we're changing things up again. It's We're shaking it up. Part of me is eager for things to open up. But another part of me is wondering how do we safely do all of this stuff that, you know, everybody wants, you know, we don't want to be in quarantine and COVID times forever. In fact, I think we're all ready to go back. Mm. 
Clubs are opening up to, I think, 50% capacity very soon. We even have apparently a new residency at the Wynn、mm. that just signed. So that just goes to show that you know, they're signing new contracts.、Mm-hmm. So it's hoped that places are going to be opening up permanently.、Yep. And I just can't imagine going back to a club right now. <laughs> we went to Caesar's Palace the other day and we were walking to the bathroom. And on the way to the bathroom, you can see Omnia, one of our bigger clubs here. And it was open and there was a line. And I was like, um, why? <laughs> well, clubs are open as lounges right now. So I really don't know what the distinction between a lounge and a club is, but、um, it's just a club without a DJ. Yeah. <laughs> so, what are you even paying for at that point other than expensive drinks? In my opinion, it's not worth it, but for some, it is. I guess. Yeah, I mean, I bet everybody that turned 21 during the pandemic or right、uh, before the pandemic are very excited for things to start opening back up. Which, same. Yeah. Yeah, I feel it. As、I、they should. It. It's like a big moment for you to actually hit out town and get into these、um, amazing clubs. But as of right now, I think technically the city of Las Vegas, clubs can be open right now. But it seems like until June 1st, we're kind of keeping our doors shuttered. I know one of our friends who's a promoter at one of the bigger clubs at the Wynn or Encore, she said that the guest list is opening up in June. So it's like, guys, we're going back. <laughs> things are changing and we're going back to what once was. So I think we both agree that. It's bizarre. It's、mm. weird. scary. Kind of exciting, but also. Should this be happening? Yeah. 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 Yeah.、Mm. All we can do is hope for the best, but expect the worst. Yeah. As we have been for the past year, honestly. One thing I've learned is that you really can't predict everything. And the best you can do is to take all the risks into consideration and proceed with your best discretion and under your own comfortability. One thing that I'm looking forward to a lot is the borders opening up again. Dude, the EU recently announced that they will be opening the borders to travelers、mm-hmm. who have been vaccinated. Hopefully by the end of June. That's a big move because we're already in May. And I know you and I, we've wanted to travel to Europe together. And dude, that's a Big change for us because Europe was one of the most hard hit countries.、Um, Especially Italy. Italy was a hardest hit country at the very beginning of the pandemic.、Mm-hmm. So to be able to go back to Europe, that would be amazing. I'm so ready. As much as we're apprehensive, we're also very ready to、mm-hmm. get back out there in the world. And I think all of us have so much pent up quarantine energy. We're just like ready to. Do it all every day. So it's it's exciting to see news being rolled out because the news is backed by some sort of data. Medical experts and governments consulting with each other saying, hey, this seems like safe enough for us to make this move, which means we're somewhat moving in the right direction. I guess I just hope that with everything rushing so much, that it doesn't make it worse. Like one step forward, two steps back. I was reading articles, and like the message is pretty similar to a lot of the infectious disease experts, in that they all agree that a majority of the population should be vaccinated before major return to normal even exists, which is reasonable to say. But I don't know. Do you think we're going to return to quote unquote normal? I know we've been talking about this a lot. It's in the news a lot. We talk about it in our friend group a lot. I think eventually, yes. 
I mean, a normal where we're not wearing masks anymore mm. and a normal where we don't feel like we have to sanitize everything deeply every time we get home. I think at least within a couple of years, hopefully. I agree. It's going to take years. Mm-hmm. We're very fresh out of quarantine. And honestly, if there's anything, I think we have a new found perspective on cleanliness and being germ-free mm-hmm. and hygienics, I guess. <laughs> and in terms of what medical experts say, the CDC says that if you're fully vaccinated, you don't need to wear masks outside anymore. Which was a very rude awakening to me when I <laughs> went out for my first run after we came back from New York. Yeah. And suddenly I was like, why is no one wearing masks? Why am I the only one wearing a mask right now? Oh my gosh, it's... And that was before CDC came out with this recommendation. Mm -hmm. So people have already, you know, free-willed themselves and (laughs) got rid of masks entirely when they go outside. I get it. While you're outside, you're not in a contained place where air is being shared and ventilated amongst each other. It, like, you know, goes in the atmosphere. Mm -hmm. But you can never be too careful. Yeah, agreed. But of course, we do have to recognize that there are people out there that take the cdc says for example to heart and when they read something new they're like all right this is the new golden rule and then of course there are people like us who are still like and even if they say that like really like Mm -hmm. masks are protecting us so why would i not wear it i wonder if wearing masks is going to become the norm in the states because it already is in asian countries dude we've been wearing masks since forever even Mm -hmm. before covid it's mostly for pollution reasons and i know in korea it's kind of a respect kind of thing for other people where if you feel sick you wear a mask to protect other people yeah i mean if you ask me that's courtesy Mm -hmm. (laughs) common courtesy Mm -hmm. come on don't get other people sick with your nasty ass germs (laughs) (laughs) so i don't know maybe this will become like a norm for the states to even wear masks i think it won't be viewed as weird anymore yeah whereas i felt like people wearing masks in the u.s it was viewed as bizarre Mm -hmm. like why are you wearing a mask do you Mm -hmm. really need a mask type situation but now it's like who are you to say that i can't wear a mask if i want to especially because everyone had to wear a mask at some point in this whole quarantine I think we're we're used to it. Schools are opening up again for in-person classrooms, which it must be a relief for teachers and for parents. Man, online schooling is hard. How do you replace face-to-face teaching and encounters with your teacher and your classmates, especially for younger people? Mm, I mean, these are some of their most impressionable years, so the years where they develop a lot socially. I wonder if this generation of Zoom classroom children are going to be the same. Hopefully it hasn't impacted them in a permanent term. And especially with schools opening up again and kids going to school and parents not having to be a daycare. Dude, they're probably like free babysitting. Yeah. (laughs) Finally. No, it was a real issue. I remember when I was still working, our company was providing daycare amenities and perks because that was a real issue. A lot Mm. of my coworkers were parents. And so the real question is, where do we put our kids now that they have to stay home and I have to go to work? So it's a sense of relief for a lot of Americans. Um, Hopefully college students get to have their college experience again and have a 
an in-person graduation. My alma mater is UNLV, and I recently saw that they are having an in-person graduation for this upcoming summer. Really? It's yeah. So we're already going towards that stage. They have a limit, like they're not allowing full capacity in their graduation center. But still, to be holding like an actual in-person graduation is even different from a couple months back because the winter graduation of 2020 they had to do it virtually so it's a good change graduation was one of the biggest things that we personally experienced after our college yeah we got lucky we were literally the last class to have graduated in person before the pandemic seriously it was like one of the most memorable things it's like a highlight when you walking across a stage getting the diploma having all of your families and friends just like cheering you on Mm -hmm. for your hard work and dedication or more of hard work yeah these are all like really really monumental moments in your life it's happy things Mm -hmm. and we need doses of happiness after all that we've been through as a world but in returning to our new normal mass vaccinations are really paving the way as a roadmap to reopening our country and beyond other countries as well but i think it's important to note that life will never really be the same as before like pre-pandemic normal just because coronavirus isn't just going to disappear it's gonna be in our lives so in that sense our lives have already been changed from this but the question is to what degree right and medical experts say that the most likely scenario is that COVID-19 will be circulating kind of like the influenza And most likely we're going to need annual vaccinations, kind of like we do with flu shots. So that may be what our future holds is it's just going to be another routine shot that we take every year in order for us to be protected. I mean, it's just like us. We were born after the measles and smallpox and we had to get vaccinations for those. And that's just what's normal to us. Yeah. Even back then, polio was a very, very aggressive disease. And now we've almost eradicated it in our country. You get the vaccine when you're a baby. So hopefully we move towards that direction with coronavirus too. And if we keep moving in this direction of having people vaccinated more and more and more and having more of the population achieve herd immunity, experts say that even this fall could become the season of the new normal where the world slowly reopens and people get to reconnect. But of course, they suggest with masks because we don't know all the answers. Even with the vaccines now, we don't know the true efficacy of two doses of the vaccine. Only time will tell because clinical trials are still ongoing as we speak. But I'm excited. I'm excited for these clinical trials to be ongoing, for the population to become vaccinated. When we got our second vaccine, our vaccine administrator was super excited to see us. She commented, man, it's really good to see young people getting vaccinated. She wasn't even that old. Uh, Yeah, she (laughs) she looked like not a day over. Early 30. Yeah. And she was just like, it's good to see all these young folks. We were only like five years probably younger than her. (laughs) But it gives me a sign of hope for going back to how we used to be. A sense of that. Not really living in fear anymore. Yeah, we've been so defined by fear the past year, but we are getting better. And, you know, obviously going back to how we were before, it's going to be gradual. It's definitely not going to be a switch on Mm -hmm. off. Better to be safe than sorry. Mm -hmm. And I only hope 
that we as a whole global community come together and get as much vaccinations administered and sent out as we can so that the world is vaccinated. And once the world is vaccinated, then I think that's when we've hit the next milestone in this fight against COVID-19. Hopefully, one day it'll just be a thing of the past. Yeah. That we look back at and we're like, hmm, what a time. What a time. I mean, it's hard to even imagine a post-COVID world. I think that's why you and I have such a hard time kind of taking in the fact things are opening up. Because that was the pre-pandemic world. Oh my gosh, like sometimes I'm like scrolling through my photo feed and I like hit right before the quarantine hit. And it's like, whoa, we were in a whole packed club with no masks, just singing at the top of our lungs, sharing drinks sometimes. Now you think on it and you're like, I would never do that. (laughs) Or at least not for the time being. It's hard to imagine, but I don't think it's foreign because we've been there and that's how we live for majority of our lives. Can't wait. Yeah, honestly. There's a lot of excitement. I can't wait for us to be young, wild, and free. (laughs) But safe. But safe. But safe. I mean, we talk about this a lot, how once we start getting older and once we start getting busier with our own lives, we're not going to be able to really see our people as much as we would like to, be able to travel with them, just hang out, talk until the sun rises. Have your late night clubbing nights where you party hard until like 4 a.m., go eat, then get home by the time sun rises, sleep Mm -hmm. until noon, get back up, go to bottomless mimosa. Like (laughs) that's going to be harder to achieve once we get later and later into our lives. Yeah, It was already hard enough as it is when we were in college because we were in different states and we really had to plan out everything. But as people get into their careers, start getting married, settling down, your priorities change. Mm -hmm. But the faster we come together and the faster we beat this virus, we're going to have more time to enjoy what life is all about making memories with the ones you love and care about and holding tight onto those good memories and hopefully forgetting the bad ones (laughs) (laughs) so as we head into this almost new sort of era yeah. As we hopefully soon will be able to leave this COVID-19 era behind us. Nightmare. It's time to wake up. <laughs> it's great that we're moving in a direction where people are becoming vaccinated mm-hmm. and the world is opening back up mm-hmm. and it's exciting. It's going to be exciting to be able to see your grandparents without worrying, be able to hug all of your friends. Yeah. And just, you know, more human contact. Which we, I mean, all of us desperately are craving. Mm -hmm. It's still important, of course, to keep in mind that since most of us and those of you who are listening are most likely in the U.S., even though we're moving very, very quickly with the vaccine and everything, keep in mind that there are other countries where the vaccine isn't as readily available and, you know, they're struggling a lot harder than we are Mm -hmm. to remain empathetic towards them and in a world where so many things are out of our control such as covid and Mm -hmm. its new variants possibly there's one thing that you can control and that is getting vaccinated so go get vaccinated please (laughs) thank you (laughs) you know you're only doing yourself and everybody around you that you love a favor by getting vaccinated. One day, we will put this behind us. There is a light at the end of the tunnel. It just takes baby steps. 
Uh, the world isn't going to go back to normal the very next day. But one day we'll wake up and think, wow, it's a good thing that we stayed on track of progressing towards a world without COVID. You know, we don't want to wake up one day and think, wow, we should have started months ago, years ago. And as the world is opening back up, stay safe. If you're vaccinated, go get your free Krispy Kreme donut. <laughs> And yeah, just proceed with caution as everything is opening back up. I know we will be. As much as we are itching to travel, yeah. we're still going to be doing everything as safely as we possibly can as we figure out a way to adapt to the ever-changing world. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode where we talk about how crazy it is that the world is even opening back up after a year of staying indoors as much as we possibly can hopefully you're also getting used to the world getting back to normal mm -hmm. and are just as excited as we are about a sense of normalcy if you have any concerns about covid and the world opening back up and you want somebody to talk to as always feel free to message us and remember we drop episodes every mondays and thursdays follow us on Instagram at Out of Control Pod, and we hope to see you in the next episode. Mm -hmm.